Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. Well, do it live. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It's Wednesday. It's December twenty third, twenty twenty. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant, and joining me, per usual, will be Cameron Hawkins. But in the meantime, this is an interactive show. And uh, we have tons of ways of reaching out and getting in contact with us. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about it. First way, hit us up on the Constellation Line. Get in the queue, and we will talk to you live on air at tonight about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 for the live call-in line. If you want to drop us a voicemail, because you can't hit us up live, the voicemail, uh, voicemail box is there for you. It gives you three unadulterated minutes to ask questions, pose comments, rant, rave, whatever whatever it's on your mind. The voicemail box is there for you. So hit the voicemail at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415 415- Seven eight seven five two two nine for the voicemail. You can always uh, drop us an email. The mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Drop us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Find us at East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Just indicate somewhere in the subject or body of the email, uh, which segment VIP or non-VIP that you want, <clears throat> excuse me, that you want your your email read in. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. You can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at PW Torch, East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch, and you'll see us amongst the uh, family of Torch fan pages. So please give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it. Y'all know how uh, the internets and the Facebooks. In the socials work. <clears throat> so, um, I would say without further ado, here's Cameron. Uh, but we're um, uh, still waiting for Cam. <sighs> and I'm actually fighting off a cold. I got uh, a corona test because somebody at work, <laughs> they were like, <laughs> they said, um, my supervisor goes, yeah, so somebody in the bakery and the meat department have uh, 
got COVID and whatever, whatever. And that's like kind of how the conversation started. And I was like, oh, Charles and Lorena, <laughs> right? Like the, the the two folks from different departments that are clearly, you know, fucking. <laughs> and and yes, like a day or maybe later that day, uh, uh, it was it was confirmed. And so yeah, since I had been working in the bakery a little bit, they were like, yeah, we should probably go uh, go uh, look at that test. So yes, two days ago he came back uh, negative for the Roni, and then yesterday, the next day, I start like. <clears throat> You know, a tinkle in the back of my throat. What's going on? And then, and then like, oh, fuck, I got a full-on flimmy cough thing going. So at least I got a negative Rona test, and it's not a, a dry cough. Isn't that like the supposed sign? And I can taste, oh, uh, my supervisor, was the, the, the woman that had it, they were, hang, they were in the back, and they were eating some kind of, Sweet thing, probably from the bakery, like the super rich, like cake or something. And and the, the woman, Lorena, goes, I can't taste anything. And my supervisor goes, Yeah, get away from me. You got Corona, and that was the impetus of her going to get tested. And yep, so I can still, <laughs> I can still taste. Yeah. And I got the phlegm going. Never, never was happy for some phlegm. But yeah, you don't want to be out in these streets in 2020 with a little <clears throat> cough, you know. Last you want, you don't want to see them eyes, them, them uh, <laughs> suspecting eyes. Um, but yeah, so I'm good, and people immediately around me were fine. So that's uh, that's uh, that's a plus. Obviously. Um, so yeah, this week in wrestling, what the hell? We had TLC a couple days ago. We had the fallout of TLC on Raw. We, uh, I don't think. Well, if we talk about the Fiend and Randy Orton and that malarkey, you know, with the with the with the mannequin. No, I'm sorry, with Bray Wyatt dying in the ring. This this pay per view was way too much. You had Kevin Owens. On Friday, after getting the shit kicked out of him for 10, 15 minutes, uh, says, I'm going to take the title or die trying. And here he is, not the champion, and still alive. Uh, On the other side, I guess, uh, what, Bray Wyatt is, uh, you know, is he dead? Would we... Well, I don't know. I didn't see the full promo with Alexa and and Orton. She's sitting on her swing set. <sighs> Gosh, damn. <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, and and then we had some 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 good stuff. I mean, the match between Owens and 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 Orton. Oh, I'm sorry, Owens and and Roman was, you know. I mean, it was just totally heel uh, fucking run-in city. But for the story they're telling, you know, pretty good continuation of, of what they're doing with Roman and Roman's family. And uh, I don't know how 
get back in? Does he get in a another match like Jay did, like back to back, even after losing? Pretty, I want to say convincingly when it was effectively a two on one, but you know for how these things go, TLC match and you, you lost. Not really. Um, and again, I didn't. Uh, oh no, that's Friday. That's coming up, so that's not from Raw. So I'm interested in. Who's next, or how do they get to another Owens match? Because I think they did some good stuff. I think they uh, that match in the lead up to it had some. It wasn't J Roman levels of good, but it was a good follow up with J a part of the storyline, heavily a part of the storyline. Um, I just don't want to see, and I don't think we want to see, if Owens does get a rematch, and, you know, like at the Royal Rumble or something, like, I just don't want to see another, what we saw in September and October, or whenever, whenever the Jay Rumble stuff was, uh, was popping. So, check that out. Um, so yeah, I, I don't want to see like a, a, a just a complete redo. And where does Owens go after? <clears throat> excuse me. Where does Owens go? What does he do? Not in the Rumble, losing his second title match. Uh, yes. Losing a second title match uh, doesn't. You know, it's not like oh, well, that's leading into a prominent spot on WrestleMania. Oh, I don't think we talked about it yet. Are they going to do another WrestleMania weekend? I'm kind of all over the place here, but it just just hit me like, oh, wait, last year? Now, I, I know they were scrambling and uh, things were much different in April, of, uh, you know, March and April of 2020 than they might be in March and April of 2021, at least as far as, like, t- having the time to, to make plans the infrastructure in place. So do they try to do like, oh, two-night WrestleMania again? You, you know, because if they're going to have 12 matches, why not, uh, you know, you cannot have, you know, you just can't do it. We've already said you can't. Seven-hour shows are over. I don't think we had any, there's been any talk of it or anything. So I'm I'm just it, it just literally popped in my head. So I didn't have time to even really think of think of a ton of uh you know questions surrounding it besides why are they gonna do it? Um so uh TLC Fallout. Um I didn't see a, much of Raw besides uh Hurt Business or I'm sorry. Uh, who did I see? Oh, okay. You know what? Let's talk about Charlotte being the secret partner or the, the mystery partner for Oscar and, and winning the title and Charlotte's back. And and the response to Charlotte being back, I think, is more interesting than, uh, than Charlotte being back, per se. Um, I... I don't think it was as a big de- as big a deal as it probably should have been. This wasn't something I'm not all in the loop, 
but I don't think this was something that was leaked or speculated about in the, in the weeks leading up. Maybe it was, and I'm completely just so out of loop that I'm talking nonsense. But I don't think so. I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, Charlotte's coming back. And, because I don't think a ton of people care on the level that they should. Charlotte is a, a big deal. She's supposed to be. And she's been gone for the better part of 2020. And um, and just the reaction to fans and, you know, social media, you know, everybody, everything, the world ain't Twitter. But, you know, collective yawn is way too strong of a, of a descriptor, but I think people were. Maybe she did. Again, I, I probably should have dug in, but I, I just the, my gut feeling and what I saw. Granted, it's very narrow. Yeah. No, Charlotte's back and she's winning matches immediately. Yeah, she should. <laughs> but you know, people were kind of indifferent to Charlotte in some ways, and that's not great. Love, hate. Perfect. Indifference, that's when you, that's when you, yeah. So, all right, as we wait for the savior of the show, Cameron Hawkins, to uh, come and liven things up, let's, uh, I want to, oh, maybe I should wait. Jabron sent us an email from Vegas. And I should probably wait till Cam jumps on. But let's uh, instead go to calls a little early because I'm dying here. And I want to talk to Craig anyway. I think this is Craig. I hope it's Craig. Craig, is that you? It is. What's happening, man? Instead of going live, Craig, Craig, go dead to Craig. Wait, what? Instead of going live to Cam, you go dead to Craig. Okay. Well, gee. So what's on your mind? Let, that joke was on my mind, particularly. I, was, I thought that oh. was pretty funny. Oh, now um, he wants to. Now here he comes. After 15 minutes of dying over here. <laughs> I mean, let me come back to you, Craig. I love this show. Yeah. <laughs> Cam, what's happening? Hey, what's up? Yeah, you know. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, nah, man. I was, you know, I had to gather myself, man. After I was called a failed podcaster yesterday, I really I mean, had to I sit back and be. That's what was the problem. Like, maybe he's just quitting all his platforms. Maybe podcasting. What if I really got out the game? (laughs) What if I really got out the game? Like, because my man was like, you're not not as hot as you think you are. Nah, I, um, what? I am, uh, you know, Christmas stuff. I'm with the, Mm -hmm. Jesus, I'm with the baby and, uh, and then I get the computer going, and my mom FaceTimes me and was like, did you get the package off your doorstep? So, you know, there are there are things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then there was also getting the, the computer that I swore I wouldn't turn on for another two weeks because I don't have to go to work for two weeks. Um, yeah. I, I like doing the show through that headset. So, yeah. But, but, but I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I mean, here. Most definitely. Um, I talked a little bit about TLC and, and uh, the, the Roman KO match, and I kind of skirted over the Fiend Thornton stuff. Please, please make some sense out of uh, out of what that was. So, like, I haven't seen it. Um, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and what happened was, um, it, it wasn't like a, uh, it, it was totally coincident. So I'm watching the show. I turn the show on right at six, right? Get through the whole thing. And I'm like, well, I guess there's not, um, I, maybe I missed the Fiend uh, Orton match. So I'm going to show Princess Mandalorian. So, yeah, and then, like, I'm seeing highlights. I'm like, when did this match come on? They were like, um, it came on after the WWE title match or after the Universal title match. I was like, oh, my bad. And yeah. it's a Randy Orton match, so I didn't feel like I needed to go back and watch it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, it was ridiculous. And Bray Wyatt was on fire for a considerable amount of the match. I tell you what, stuff, even though I haven't seen the match, I've seen ridiculous. all the highlights that they – Felt like it was necessary to watch. Yeah, and it was like, oh shit, he was like really on fire, and like Randy Orton was like really like really set him on fire, and really hit the RKO when he was on fire. And what are these guys? How did how did they do this? Was my real question. Like, how did this work? But uh, yeah, what I saw it looked cool, but then like I don't know, they like nullified it all the next night. Like if that ain't the the go home. Like, if that ain't the, the, the rubber match, if that don't seal the deal, then what are we doing? Like, I don't know. So he said he literally, he pours the gas on him and sets the spray uh, on fire. Like, just ridiculous. Like, the fact that we have to talk about a wrestler setting another wrestler on fire, it's one thing that ridiculousness of setting a table on fire and slamming somebody through it. Like, okay, we're... Right, but he's pulled heavily on this man's body, or what was supposed to be that man's yeah. body. And then, so what happened the next night? I only saw uh, the, the very uh, small highlights of the uh, whatever her little sit-down segment is when she was on her swing. Yeah, um, Alexa Bliss, you know, basically yeah. like. Uh, you know, if you think you know, if you think he's gone, he's not. And if you think he was bad before, you ain't seen nothing. Was the gist of it? Okay. He's like, okay, all right. Well, let's uh, see how 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 much further we can push this thing. I guess. Uh, yeah, that, that's about what I gathered from it. And so, like at the end of it, I was just like, well, then what was it all for? Like, I, I do think they're in a unique position where they can try out new things. You can have this really large spectacle happen. Um, and, uh, are they setting up for WrestleMania, that, or is that too far away for that spectacle? I feel like, well, I feel like they're probably going to have their whatever at uh, at the Rumble. You know, I feel like that's going to be their blow-off. But, yeah, it's all kind of strange in that, I don't know, it, it just feels like for that to happen – 
on Sunday and then on Monday to be right back to like, oh, we can yeah, see the know, next regular thing. Like, stuff. damn. Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, all right, well. But, yeah, I mean, like again, the visuals I saw from it did look, like, look really interesting. I certainly don't want to – don't want to pretend that's not the case because it absolutely is the case. I'm just kind of like, no, nah, okay, well, that's the thing happened. You got your got your visuals off. Is is the WWE ring sovereign territory or something? Because did Randy Orton get questioned by any authorities? Yeah, like did anybody reach out? Like, dude, did like, go... that dead man. Like, you didn't just beat him up. Like, we kind of turn our Turn away from that, but you let that man burn, and then just kind of kept letting him burn. He's still burning. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So it's just. Yeah, I had this whole, whole. Uh, so when when the meme like came out, uh, Natalie was here, and she's like, "What? What is that?" And it was Bray Wyatt giving Orton a mandible claw while his back is on fire. And I went into this whole thing about how. Well, Nat, uh, wrestling is a shame to be wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to do all kinds of things, to, you know, because having people fight over grudges and titles and respect and manhood and womanhood and that kind of, it's just, I don't know, fucking passe. It's only been a staple of <laughs> Western, you know, gladiatorial sports for since the, since the Greeks get the, all the credit, since the Greeks. So, uh, yeah, so I, I, it's just spectacle for spectacle's sake because somebody came up with, like, an idea, whether it was Bray Orton or some fucking uh, writer or creative staff member or Vince himself. Uh, and that, you just hope, well, Bray better has gotten, like, three or four times his normal pay, like, and consider it hazard pay because uh. that was a fucking hazard. Uh, and you just hope that those guys aren't getting taken advantage of when they say, hey, you're going to do this Inferno match. And they're like, I mean, remember when Kane and Austin was in their Inferno match and Kane's, like, glove caught on fire? It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's like shaking that motherfucker hard because he had to. Yeah, it's glove. But it was his glove. Like, it was this controlled, you know, like, you already have an internal match. It's fire around every choke slam, like, makes this stuff come up. But it's basically pyrotechnics, and they're professionals, and they know how to do the thing. But, no, you're going to set this whole man's back on fire. And, yeah. It just makes go, these guys don't get paid stunt fucking money. They don't get insured like stuntmen. But here they are over and over and over again being asked to do shit that's above and beyond stuff that they should be doing. Or certainly, I mean, whatever. I mean, if they practice it and, and they feel comfortable, I'm not, it's, I don't want to say they should or should not be doing. But it's certainly not in the normal realm of fucking pro wrestling and the combat sports kind of shit. Right? Like, that's some extra shit. So he better have gotten compensated extra. He better have had a way, uh, an extra set of paperwork signed headed into that match. Like just for that man's fucking family's sake, and his, and just everybody coming after them. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's more I took out of the match than. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's over the top and it's fucking stupid and it's a spectacle. But 
here we are, yet again, doing stuntman shit and not getting stuntman coverage. Yep. Um, where does Kevin Owens go from here? Does he get another rematch or get another title match at the Rumble? Uh, and... So he does get a, he has a rematch on Friday, as a matter of fact. Oh, over oh, okay, they'll do the TV. All right. Yeah, and they're doing it's a cage match, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, and I think that you know, you went into it kind of knowing that it wasn't going to be fair. They have not been treating him like he's fair. Jay Uso has very much been. Attacking Roman Reigns. I'm sorry, attacking Roman Reigns. with Roman Reigns. Yep, that is a Christmas episode. Why not just do it next week? Well, I guess that's New Year's. Yeah, I guess. I think it's too, I mean, they're not really, you know, they're going up against NBA games at night. You know, Fox still wants that rating. Um, mm-hmm. like, I, I get it. And I think the later games aren't even, you know, the marquee games are typically during the day on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So, um, dream. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So he, I, <laughs> we have to assume, I think, Roman retains, and what 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 happens to Owens then? Like he's um, been, uh, you know, you know, doing good work. But you know, they they haven't feuded with the, the next best heel they think they can. You know what I mean? I think he I think he stays up there. Um, you know, he's been good for, for Roman Reigns. It's always hard to say what his trajectory is. He never gets pushed too far down. He always makes, um, you know, the thing that he thinks is important, he makes that important. Like maybe he and Brian do form that tag team that they kind of teased a couple of months back. Daniel Bryan? Yeah, oh, it was while they were on an episode of the KO show, and they were – looking to be a team, and, like, they were talking about facing the Street Profits and turning into an eight-man tag. Mm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. And, yeah, and anything else? Other, uh, any, oh, talk about Charlotte's return and, uh, yeah, so, you know, everybody's wondering who Asuka is going to have, who she's going to pair with to face the Women's Tag Team Champions. And um, quite a few people suspected Charlotte, thought it was that time. Um, and, yeah, went out there with Charlotte, um, probably Asuka's greatest rival, maybe not the other way around. Um, you know, as far as you look at the streak, and even though she can beat Becky, she can't beat Charlotte, and Charlotte can't beat Becky, kind of that that you know, three-way deal that they have. Um, Yeah, come together, win the tag titles, look good doing it. Um, Doesn't seem to be any dissension in the ranks. And then you get, you know, Charlotte, these these wrestlers are really all pretty good on these, you know, talking raw and then talking smack and a raw talk and talking smack. Basically like, yo, um, Oscar and I are friends. Um, I consider her to be um, the very top in competition, and you know, if she's somebody I can't face, she's somebody I want to be learning from on the go. Um, so you know, okay. um, it's probably a promo I'd want to hear on TV, not the the, the ancillary talk show shit that they do on the, on the internet or for the network or whatever. That's what I want to hear. Like you talk like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Treating it like a sport. How dare you? Okay. 
<laughs> so I talked earlier about Charlotte not being as big a deal as she should be. Like her return should have been a bigger deal. And uh, I said, Yon Factory or Yon Central is way too harsh, but I don't think she got the superstar reception in the only place that you can really, uh, you know, measure on social media, on Twitter. Because the crowd is obviously, you know, she gets, you don't get that pop from the audience like you normally would. But uh, am I just because my vision and my circle of wrestling Twitter is just so narrow that I just wasn't seeing the people, like, really excited that Charlotte was back. It just seemed like, uh, like, oh, hey, Charlotte's back. And it's like, that's mm-hmm. probably Charlotte. Like, she's a, like one of the most pushed women in the last five years. Like, why isn't she? Uh, is mm-hmm. if, if not the, if you go, if we count in all five years, that, that's, she's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought, mm, she yeah, could have been a little, she could have gotten a better response from, from the fan base. And it was like indifference. Yeah, I mean, I mean, going off of off of Twitter, the people who who missed her, you know, they 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 echoed that. Um, you know, I just think that in an era where you can't get a live reaction, it's, it it is kind of hard to gauge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. Any other but, matches? You know, good match. It doesn't look rusty. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that. Uh, uh, the finish uh, on Raw when she fed, when she when she beat uh, Peyton Royce, you know, and she got in that move and hit and just looked, you know, looked good. Mm-hmm. Hit it flawlessly, pulled it off, and Peyton tapped and sold it well. But okay, Charlotte's back and yeah, at least physically, like she didn't look like she yeah, had lost a step or anything. Yeah, anything from the pay per view. Uh, yeah, I think. Um... Well, I think uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Sasha and Carmella was good. Um, you know, my thing is always Carmella held up her end of the deal. Like you don't worry about Sasha being good. You know, Carmella who is not um, <clears throat> as talented as Sasha and has had time off. You know, you worry about rust and missing things. But hey, it was good. I like that match. Um, WWE title match, uh, you know, you're going to get good stuff with AJ all the time. Drew's good. Um, I do like The Miz kind of throwing his hat into the ring. And then based on actual rules that exist, I like that triple threat becoming a triple threat TLC match and it not yeah. switching to any other format. Um, yeah, and, and then Miz kind of, you know, trying to weasel his way out of it, saying that Morrison's the one that cashed in, not him. Um, yeah, so there's interesting things there. Um, I thought it was good. I thought Drew retaining was good, having that confidence in him. Um, yeah, hurt business, man. Um, you know, it's good. So, the, bit, about so the briefcases being, disappeared, right? Like, no more briefcase. Like, that was the cash in. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to try to, re, like, award it back to Miz. But, yeah, as, as of right now, yes, that is the case. Okay. Um, uh-oh. Hurt business, you, yeah. Somebody lost their toy. Well, I'll find it. It's right there. Um, yeah, Sad Alexander. Where as good as MVP has been being the uh you know, so being good. the mouthpiece and being the brains and the soul of that group, you know, Bobby Lashley, um and in particular Sad Alexander 
have held up the in-ring part. You know, Shelton's just fine. Shelton's always going to be just fine. But yeah, man, there's a fire under Sid, man. Um, always been good, but that's like it's like 205 Live said. He is going for it, you know? What's that um, thing of, and it's a joy he to probably see. goes, this is, this is it, right? Like, do you, like, this is probably yeah. the last, as far as, like, being in the position that he's in, like, on TV, in winning matches, when with a with a hot faction, like like this is the time to be the best he can be, <laughs> right? Like yeah. yeah, it's not gonna shine brighter right now any right now than this, you know. And he is uh, he's been smoking it, man. Um, the new day are absolutely. Uh, What's a, there's a term I'm looking for, Travis, that I can't pull out off the top of my head. I was gonna say a sovereign nation, man. Like they they don't need, <laughs> they're good. You know what I'm saying? They don't need a belt around their waist ever again a day in their life to get the respect and adoration and reaction from the crowd. You know, belts look great on them. They told a great story, but it doesn't hurt them in any way to not be champions. You know what I mean? Um, All right. They can work with anybody you want them to work with. They can face anybody. They'll be just fine. Um, and, you know, Woods having independent em- endeavors, um, Kofi having been around so long, um, having the respect to everybody, Big E being in line for that singles push. Like, they're, they're fine. You know what I mean? So um, what happens to them um, outside of winning matches at this point is just fine. They were the right team to beat. And yeah, you got that that really cool photo that said has of uh, you know everybody holding their titles, MVP kind of sitting in the chair in the front. Like everything he said that was going to happen has happened. Like like you like that even for heels, you know. And 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 they're they're not purely a heel group. You know what I mean? Like they are absolutely positioned as heels, but they're also like the truth telling heels in a lot of cases. And uh, yeah, they back up what they do or what they say by what they do. And uh, yeah, you like to see uh, you like to see these stories play out in a way that's satisfying. And then, how could you not be satisfied with that? Yeah, her business has uh, it's not a group when they first put them together. Even though they've got ninety two chances at the title. But anyway, <laughs> they were not a, gr- a group when they first put together. I was like, eh, you know, you were, I think, pretty much. On them from the jump, and I was kind of skeptical. Like, I don't know if this is going to work. Just, you know, they just seem to be putting all the black guys together. I I thought that MVP being MVP is what made the thing work. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, the and not even like the 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 disability or the shortcoming of Bobby Lashley as a talker, but. They just did things to him all the time that made him less serious, and he had to try to fight that, fight out of that with the things around him. Like, I thought Leo Rush was good in his role, but you weren't serious about Bobby Lashley with, with the way that he was hyping him up. You know, it was little guy talking about the big guy. You know what I mean? Um, the Lana stuff we all said was stupid from the jump. Um and did a disservice to everybody involved. Like nobody came out of that looking good. Didn't do anything for Rusev. Didn't do anything for Liv. Really didn't do anything for Lana. And sure as hell didn't do anything even, for Lashley. Even when they were just trying to, when he first came back, and they were just trying to push him as white meat, baby face, smiling former service hero, fucking Bobby Lashley. It was just like, what are y'all doing? 
And then the stuff yeah, with we sisters tried or quote-unquote sisters and same same feud. It was just... But you get an MVP who is... I, I mean, and really, Lashley technically has had more success in ring um, compared to Bob, or compared to MVP um, just because, you know, they were pretty much contemporaries, give or take, you know, a couple of months. And, uh, you know, Lashley was ECW champion. Lashley was also both debut in 2010. Like yeah. And, then, yeah, and then and then Lashley also oh. you know had the had the main event uh, that had the Trump match at WrestleMania. I think I think MVP might have been a year or two before, but anyway, like the bigger point is like MVP, somebody who has traveled the same roads as Lashley, having mm-hmm. stepped back and being able to say, okay, this is how we get done the thing you're trying to get done. You just believe MVP, you know. Um, and WWE did a great job. They're doing a great job of making Bobby Lashley look damn near unbeatable. Like, even yeah. in straight-up matches, you know, he reverses uh, this Monday. He reverses the uh, twisted into, yeah. yeah, into the pool. Oh, he can do. Um, and even, you know, he had a heart lock. And even though, um, you know, Matt Riddle is, is Matt Riddle, and there's your own set of issues with that, I like Matt Riddle at the end of the match, like, comforting Jeff Hardy. Like, damn, bro, like, ain't really nothing we can do about that. He did good, yeah. but, you know, yeah. like, that, that's what it is. Like that shit is unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it is. This is what we got to do. Good job with uh, Bobby Lashley, but her business, and especially there was that reset. Remember, they kind of weren't the greatest out of the out of the gate. They had them losing like two weeks after they formed the team, and it was like, what the fuck's going on? Why why do it? And then something something happened, and. Uh, like somebody realized, like okay, we like maybe we have something we didn't think we had, or I don't know. yeah, the re- reset business about three or four months ago. So yeah, yeah. sure, good, good on them. Uh, yeah. Um, oh well, you got Big E at Superstar of the Year. Getting the getting slamming. Wait, Biggie won Superstar of the Year. Was it Superstar of the Year or something of the did, year? Did Drew win? Did Drew win Champion of the Year? I thought Drew was Superstar of the Year. Okay, well Biggie won something of the year and it pissed Sami Zayn off, so I assume. Uh, oh no, no, are we talking about what actually happened on Friday or the the awards that just came out? Oh, I don't know. On Friday, on Friday, they were the Sammy Awards. Oh, that's, I, could, I thought he was just being, you know. No, no, no. They oh, were the actual Sammy Awards. So somebody, somebody got him. Okay, let's see. That's what I get for following. Yeah, follow and then Biggie won Superstar of the Year in the Sammys. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. And then, I, 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 I mean, like, if wow, the end game is not to give Biggie. Yeah, if the end game is not to give him the IC title, I don't know what we're doing. Um, but I do like that they're treating the IC title as um, an accomplishment on the level of asserting yourself as a single star. Like I do like that part um, because you know, like we we have our list as it should be absolutely because we all we have our list of you know greatest intercontinental champions, and we know like I there are very few people. Um, before 
probably 2015 that you can think of that you didn't look at the Intercontinental title as a as a stepping stone to them becoming, you know, the guy. You know, you have your Austins, you have your Rocks, you have your Bret Hart's, you have your Shawn Michaels's, you have your Randy Orton's. Um, I think to a lesser extent, extent Jericho, because Jericho's that unique guy that can exist in all spaces. Like, he was already established um, in wrestling by the time he got there to... WWE, so the Intercontinental, Intercontinental title was more formality at that point. Um, but yeah, it, it just has existed for all this time as the, the title for the guy who's next. Um, whether that was by design or, uh, you know, just by execution, that's kind of how it went. And so, yeah, I like that the Intercontinental title is looked at, and even though he's had it before, like it's looked at as this affirmation of single stardom. So I, I do like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I don't think 2013 IC champion Biggie Langston. You know, we're talking about two totally different people. Go ahead, not people, but two totally different acts. And you know, seven years. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah, this is a real. That was just oh, he's getting his turn with the IC title because that's. Mm-hmm. He's some new big guy and Vince likes him. So, yep. You know, now it's, like you said, an accomplishment. Not just around this guy gets to see what he can do. All right. Anything from, from AEW in the last week uh, worth bringing up before we uh, talk this about? Uh, not really, I don't think. Um, you know, Sting, the Sting you care, you're gonna have your. Let's say you're gonna have your Sting uh, Tony Schiavone interview tonight. And everybody's so excited about that. I don't know why. Like, whatever. I don't. Like I've had just the history of epic Sting rants back in the, <laughs> the East Coast audio days. But <sighs> basing a fucking sec a sit down segment around Sting has <laughs> shit. I know I'm comparing impact to, you know, their marketing and everything to, to Dynamite, or, yeah, to AEW, and their probably clearly better at running their, their show than Impact was in 2010 or whatever the fuck. Um, but they, they never worked. Because they know, who gives a fuck what Sting got to say? Especially how Sting got to say it. So... Yeah, as soon as I heard that, like it just, it'd be, I just chuckled, like, well, wow, they're they're basing the whole sit down segment around that. But it's got Tony Schiavone, and that adds a whole different, and it's probably worth advertising it. It's just, you know, it's more of a fucking talk shit about Impact from 2008 or whenever it was. Um, Darby Allen and the Raptors, they're really like, uh, <laughs> you know, hitting <laughs> it. Hitting you over the head with the when when he showed up at the pay per view they did the half and half face or they did the side by side face with Darby's like you know skeleton paint face and, and Sting's obviously white and black crow Sting face now uh, Darby Allen's in the rafters yeah man hey, that's that's he's the next Sting man you know um, Sting is so hard to quantify for me. I absolutely understand how much he means to a strong segment of 
the wrestling audience. Like I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely do. I don't know what being the next thing actually means. Well, it means you it's good. I, I mean, I, I don't mean like, do is it good or is it bad? I just mean like, I don't know what you get from there. Like, I, I yeah, it's 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 a cool thing, but you know, are we talking server sting or are we talking crow sting? And what was was your attachment to crow sting? Um, what he was doing to the NWO because you know, do you want Darby Allen, mystery guy, taking on the? Uh, the inner circle and is the inner circle like the love? It's just it's weak to qualify it and quantify it. Um, but it's good for him, you know. Like if if Steve is still an act that people are enamored with, and you can pass some of that on to Darby Allen, that's what you should be doing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's easy to be like, oh, he should want to be the first Darby Allen instead of the next thing. Uh, but I just don't see it with Darby Allen as far as. I like him. I don't mean that way. I don't see him as like why distinct comparison. Like, I I don't get. It's way more, it's way closer to like a Jeff Hardy comparison, you know. Oh, um, sure. The it's way closer to say uh, a yeah, and even like a Flock Kidman comparison. Like there are things out there, but like Darby Allen, Sting wasn't fighting from under. You know what I mean? Sting wasn't right. going to right. extreme right. measures. And yeah. push to the top and fight Ric Flair and Rick Rude and, you know, top guys Sting, and shit. The, the, the most impressive thing about Sting was that when Sting came back as the Crow, they had Sting scoop slamming the Giants because he could. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that Sting is Sting is very much, you know, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. Like he's, he's of that ilk, you know? So it, it, it's, it's strange. But I'll tell you what, um, you know, we've seen – them try to do like they tried it with AJ Styles with Ric Flair, um, which was unfair to AJ Styles. AJ Styles was already that guy. Um, but you know, Darby Allen is still a bit of um, a mystery, he's still a bit of something to mold, even though they've, they've done stuff with him. So, hell, maybe it works for the guy, yeah. And if you're Darby Allen. it might not like as far as the art or the whatever. But for your checking account, you know, like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm the next thing. Pair me up with things. Put me in the segments with things. That means you're in main event segments, and you're in segments that people are probably going to be watching the most. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sure he's like, cool. What do you need me to do? Where do you need me to stand? All right. Uh-huh. Let's, uh, let's talk to some folks. We brought Craig on for a little bit. Let's go back to him. Craig, appreciate you hanging in there, buddy. Uh, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? I plan my uh, week around it. Cool. Uh, I I got a question for Cam. What's up? Craig? What did you do? What did you do? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's, it's 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 not like the longest thing. So basically, a couple of months ago, I come across this video um, of this guy in an AEW shirt and AEW hat talking about the reasons he doesn't like women of this generation, right? So me, not, what, me, not wrestling me women, just, just for all things, women, just women in general, yeah, yeah. 
me having an affinity for things that are objectively bad. Um, I, I jump down the rabbit hole, find the guy's YouTube, and I'm just fascinated with his views on life and the world and the things that he thinks he knows and the things that I know he doesn't know. So, you know, I have a reaction video or two here, and I crack my jokes on the timeline. But, you know, he does this video like a couple of days ago about uh, – what was it even about? Um does a video about I think something along the same about his experiences with women, and then I, being me, make a video of me in a beanie and shades indoors, and I kind of rattle off you know some of his mannerisms, some of his terminology, and add my own flair to it. Twitter goes crazy; they love it. They're having a ball. He gets wind of it and then drops a YouTube video. And, you know, it's along the lines of there's this guy on Twitter. This some Dallas podcaster Dallas or Austin somewhere in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with his, you know, with that buzz cut. And talking about well, me. How do you like, say buzz cut you know and then guy fucking like, high top fade in the next fucking breath? Like, it's one or the other. You can't have like, a buzz cut and a high top fade, yeah. motherfucker. Well, when no, you don't go outside. Please. When you don't go outside, you don't know these things. Um, but, yeah, then he's like, uh, you know, he's making fun of me. He's like, if you're going to do a parody of me, you may as, you need to, to get it right. And I wanted to say, guys, that a parody, the point is I'm exaggerating the things that you do. That's that's what makes it a parody. Um, Spaceball is not a one, one of Star Wars. Like, that would be a problem. Yeah. But I'd argue that you are um, exaggerating, and certainly not by much. And I, I think yeah. this whole thing is bullshit. I think it's a work. I think these two are in the back of the back of their arena, looking this shit up, making their promos, testing each other and shit. It's all bullshit because this can't. It, wow. that, it, this, so, this can't be real. This is life, Craig. Well, he called. Hey, he called you a coon, Craig. So yeah. I ain't oh, doing that. Oh, Craig, I'm sure Craig felt some coon. Craig, <laughs> and that was the funny part. The funny was like, you know, he's going in on me, and he's like, if you can tell all your little followers, and then he stops and he says, all those coons, and I die. I die mm-hmm. immediately. I am hollering, and, and like, because the funny part is, people don't know he's black, and so. I would never listen. I would never have like floated a video on the timeline with a white man calling my friends coons. I never okay. would have. Like that's not. There's nothing funny about it. <laughs> but everyone thinks you did so. Yeah, and I, and I corrected it every. Well, Craig, I can't control what people think, um, but I every time I somebody it. said it, I replied that he's black, like mm. you know, because I thought that was important. And like, of course, then I right. make like the, the, the hate, voice tweet. The hate should come from a correct place, not from yeah, a yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't need people like accusing you of being racist, you just yeah. sexist. Um, but, yeah, so then, like, I do the uh, – and this is the funny part, which lets me know exactly what kind of time he's on. Then I do the the white flag voice tweet 
where mm-hmm. I'm clearly saying like just repeating the things he said, and like I'm I'm trying to sound bothered, but with everybody knowing I'm not actually bothered. Like why would any of that bother me? Like you're you're fucking not up one the word, like, dude. You're fucking up the word. Nah, it's not it. So, but then I make fun of all of you because he called y'all coons. Like, what do you think about me? Y'all are coons. Like, hilarious. And so then he sends me a video, a reply video, saying, like, dude, um, you know, I saw your video about the white flag. I just want to say everything's cool. I don't got no problem. And then I'm like, no, I want you to, like, keep talking shit. It's what? Fun. Like, don't not have a problem. That's, that's what I said. What an idiot. That's what I said. Yeah, I so, said. So, so, but that's what makes all it all funny. Like, I don't know. It's kind of ruining the joke by being a I'm telling getting... you, at the work. <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah. having fun. Like, he's like, serious, and that's so unfortunate. Because I'm like, dude, like, and the worst part is, like, dude, like, I, I made you hot. Like, me specifically. Like, yeah. No question. When your views no jump up, question. it's because well, I told everybody does. about it. We need to get our own channel and try to do it. Yeah. Bless his heart, man. I, I, I hate that part of it, though. It's like I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit better than you. Just a little bit. Not a lot, but just a little bit. And I need you to respect that. But, you know, whatever. But, no, Craig, I, I have a ball with his content because it's just so absurd. And um, he is it's so, very self-convinced like about things. Maybe he shouldn't be. It's like when you hear him talking if about what roll he up do all the bad things about women, a wrestling fan. Like when yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I, I get up in there and boom. And he's like, all funny. this guy's never fucking smelled a vagina, let alone been inside one. Like, what is he talking about? Like, it's so obvious that he's trying so hard to be convincing that yeah. he's like some, some stud. It's like, yeah. It yeah. felt like a bag of sand. Yeah, that's the least part of it. It's, I you know, I love uh, it. It's, yeah, it's delusional. Don't, Beautiful. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> so that's what he did, Craig. What else is on your mind? I, I had to ask because, you know, that's what's on people's minds right now. That's the only <laughs> thing on my Twitter. I haven't looked at that fucking guy like. I haven't looked at him since that first video you made me watch with like 45 minutes of him in front of a like a Payless that was shut down like 12 years ago. And I'm like, Payless? Yeah, whatever the hell. He was in some parking lot. And I'm like watching the video. I'm like, Cam said I had to watch this. Why the fuck am I watching this? Is he going to, I mean, is this going to be, what? And then, you know. All his, you know, that kicked off yeah. the whole rivalry, I guess. You know, your feud. The rivalry. Um, uh, my he didn't know who I was until two days ago. Hey. He's the man, you know, not me. Sometimes, sometimes you got to bark up, you know. You know. <laughs> Failed podcasting. Uh, uh, speaking of which, you guys were talking about Big E earlier. Yeah. I, I mean, Trav getting that confused, that was hilarious. I mean, I laughed out loud while I was Oh, learning. yeah, yeah. I thought that was and, a real fucking award show. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't pay attention. Yeah. But, uh, what you guys said you want him to win the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Would you rather, because he, his, 
goal, his, like, one, I mean, I know his goal is ultimately the championship, but, like, one of his bucket list things is fighting Goldberg. So, no, 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 fighting Goldberg. So, like, since Goldberg is, like, on the edge of, like, aging out as if he didn't already. Oh, the edge, huh? Would you what would what would you want him yeah, what would you want him to do more for himself win the ch- intercontinental championship or lose it and then go on to fight Goldberg? Uh, win the IC title and yeah. don't do shit with Goldberg. Don't wanna, you don't want him to fight Goldberg? No, I, I would tell him. him I would tell him I don't, tell him I don't care about his dreams. Yeah, and he's got to be. I don't understand. Like, it's one thing. It's just if he wants to do it, but he understands why it's not a, the best idea for the fan, like the fan base. Ain't nobody checking for a Goldberg Big E match. Nobody. Like I think that's. I think he's more. In, I think he's enough in touch that he could want it all he wants, but understand. Oh yeah, but they don't. So. And I don't want to be a selfish to make me get my little because that's that's corny. Who gives a fuck about what your dream is? That shit is stupid. I'm not putting it on my TV. I'm no, it's, it's, like, my it's like but it's like Kofi and or not Kofi, uh, uh Xavier. Does he get to run he wants Goldberg? The Does he get to fucking beat Goldberg in two minutes like Goldberg used to do people? If not, then I definitely no. That's the only stipulation. Oh, okay. I don't know. He's, I just want to. I just want to splash beach. That's what he wants. So. Yeah. But no, it's I like Xavier. He wants, he, he wants to be king of the ring. I don't know anybody who ever. I mean, whose dream is to be king of the ring. But I really want that for Xavier. I don't. Like, again, if he's in, if he wins the king of the ring tournament, how how uh uh. Oh, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Legit, was that king of the ring? I mean, I Xavier there's... Woods, but Xavier Woods ain't a king nah, of the I just, ring. I just... Well, I don't. I I just like seeing everybody having fun. That's why fuck I watch that nowadays. Shit, Craig, man, this ain't about fun. This is about fucking business <laughs> and making money and putting the fucking best show on. I don't give a fuck about them having fun. In that, in that, I, I hope they have fun. That's not, yeah, that's, this is, yeah, this is not your 90s wrestling. No, I just, I'm sick of that living out my dream bullshit. Fuck your dream. Wrestle and make money and do things that make you fucking pop, uh, 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 you know, exciting and worth talking about. Sit. Yeah, I, Craig, no fun. I just, no fun. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking um, number, I, man. No. Shit. Two days before Christmas. No, it's it's a different world now. It's not like the 80s where, oh, we got to see who the best man. Everybody knows it. Okay, Vince Russo. That's that Vince Russo shit. Everybody knows it's fake, so let's fucking throw it in their face. And it's a show. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. No. Oh. I, all right. No. Don't be frustrated. I am not going to tolerate I am not going to tolerate No. You want another feud? Me and me and uh, someone are going to tag up against you and Otaku over there. And, no, uh, tag up, no. I'm about to say, tag up against Otaku, not me. 
No, I'm tagging with you. Oh, with me. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, get those get those light skins out of here. Damn, I gotta tag with that guy. Uh, I can't have that conversation. So, uh, uh, yeah, fuck that fun shit. Living my dream. No, no. No, I no. I I think it's a whole new it's a whole new. Uh, you gonna say it's a whole new day? It's a whole new day. And it is because you have access to these people right now. You know who they actually are. And that's all a part Back of the problem. That, you didn't ever get to contact Ricky Morton or have a friggin' uh, Jim Morton. My 15 year old girl got to contact Ricky Morton. What you mean? <laughs> No. Um, That's the kind of contact you're talking about? I, all right. Um, moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Move it on. Uh, just, I had, I had other things I want to talk about, but you guys talked about some things that, like, uh, brought these up. The Hurt Business. Um, mm-hmm. The One of the things I like most about wrestling right now other than people having fun is the understated like things they do with their uh, physical um, what they do with like their eyes or their looks or stuff like that is it's like you can't write that you you can try to write that stuff I mean you really can't and the things that the Hurt Business are doing is just off the charts awesome because of the like the undertone of just the where the the way they're looking at each other or the way they're looking at other people when they talk and stuff like that. Even on talking smack or raw talk or whatever the hell it is, <clears throat> it's awesome. And that's and that's some of the things like like uh, uh, Bruce said, and I I totally agreed. Uh, with that uh, Kevin Owens and Heyman uh, thing on the show the other night, the handshake and just the the you can't manufacture. I mean, well, I guess you could, but I mean, you have to do it right to to make it make that kind of impact. You know what I'm saying? I think so. No, absolutely. I think um, yeah, and even we're talking about Biggie and uh, Paul Heyman, right? No, I'm talking about KO oh, okay. and, and Paul Hammond like two Absolute. nights before, uh Absolutely. I think I'm going back to a week ago with Big E and Paul yeah. Hammond. Big that was e, really yeah. good too. Just the uh Big E having to come to terms with, oh, this is just me and I might have more to me than than the new day. Like this really might be my jumping off point. And just coming to terms with that. Like I thought that was really cool. Absolutely. They man, the good people are doing good work. Still even wanting in this, Still wanting, environment. And still wanting to be true to himself because he had all those emotions in his face at the same time. It was so off. Yo. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm here. I, I, just, yeah, okay, okay. I just made a point. I was waiting for Cam to say something. Yeah, I was ready, too. 
So, no, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, right there with you. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah other than that, I, I, I don't got much else. I have other questions and whatever, but I'll save them for another day because they're not relevant. Um, I just want you guys to have a good time. And thanks for taking my call and being awesome all year. Well, thanks, Craig. You do the same, man. Have a, have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy that time with your people. Stay safe. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate your call. As always, let's, uh, you know what? We had an email from Gibran. <clears throat> let's read that. Gibran says, Is it time for the theme character to either go away? or somehow be repackaged because he doesn't win any big matches. This is a pretty familiar conversation. Uh, he doesn't win any big matches and continues to lose almost every feud he's in. I just don't see the point in the character. Now Orton has burned the fiend. How do you bring him back after what I, I guess is his death? I really don't know what to call it. Yeah, I don't know either. Nonsense? Malarkey? What do you do with Bray and the Fiend? Um, I don't know. Super Fiend's coming back, like Super Shredder. We're going to put some more muscle on him, some spikes, new helmet, have him just run in and shit. It's going to be tight. He's going to growl like Banner. It's going to be great. No idea. I didn't – I mean, repackage him? Repackage him after he just spent a year, you know, a lot of time and effort and money and – I guess I don't know how you go further. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how, how you make it more malicious, but I mean, Hey, we are talking about, cause these are the conversations you and I, sometimes we'll toss it into the show and sometimes, sometimes we won't, but you know, USA, very disappointed in the raw rating wants things to get more mature. And I mean, them saying that the team's coming back better, I don't know. Maybe it gets more mature. Maybe stabs Randy Orton in the neck. You know. Um, yeah. I don't think the maturity they, level in that way, as far as like gore and intensity and blood, and, that ain't what nobody's looking for. You know, maturity in the storyline. Storytelling, I should say. Yeah, but. but yeah, but you assume, you assume that like. They know this. <laughs> you know. And not even that they don't know it, but you assume that somebody tells Vince McMahon, okay, I need you to correct this thing this way. And he doesn't take creative license with it and kind of improve it in the way that he thinks it should improve. Same guy we're talking about. You know, he's not, not one for following directions straight up. So, yeah, I mean, maybe. And, and even if it's not blood and guts, like maybe this is – the thing, maybe they shy away from the silliness they've had in the role, you know, and, and look to make it more of a very serious thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know what you do with him. I know they're very invested in him, so they're going to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they redo his character in any drastic, major way. Uh, he's just a more intense, more vicious or a version of himself or a different version of what he is now, I think that's more along the lines. I don't think he's going to show up with a whole different uh, look to him or, or anything. Uh, second question from Gibran. Uh, how long do y'all see the Hurt Business being together now that they have uh, the titles on them? 
Uh, my hope is to at least see them stay together for most of twenty uh, of twenty one, if not the whole year. Uh, thanks, fellas. I'll be listening. Yeah, I don't see any reason to, you know, we rocket to the wheels fall off. Right? Like this is week one of them having having uh, all the gold or significant yeah, amount of the gold. Yeah, I I think it ends, not ends, but I think it doesn't really get going until Lashley's WWE champion. I I do think that that is coming. That's the goal. But when? Is it a WrestleMania Lashley's WWE champion? I mean, I can't see why not. I don't know who else you'd have winning the Rumble. You know, like, and when I say who else, I don't know who you'd have winning the Rumble. You know, I, I don't know if Keith Lee is there in their eyes yet. I don't know if, um, I don't know if you go Seamus Drew McIntyre because I don't know if people are so invested in that friend. Even though they've done a good job of telling it, and I don't know if that's what you go with. So, because again, Seamus' first WWE title, I was in the building in twenty in two thousand and nine. When he beat Cena in that table match, you know they they've been. Yep. TLC December two thousand and nine, almost almost exactly eleven years ago. Would have been eleven years last week. Um, I think that you know you you gotten where you can get with Sheamus. Yeah, I just don't see that as an ex- you know Drew Lashley. I see that more as a uh, WrestleMania caliber worthy kind of a, a thing that true shame Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh thanks to Brian for your email. Appreciate you. Let's uh keep it moving. Let's uh you know what? Might as well uh wrap things up and head down south and talk to Jabron. Jabron what's what, what uh, Jabron. <laughs> Looking at the email. Jabron, right. what's on your mind? <laughs> I'll be Jabron for the day. Yeah. I'm all in. I can play somebody else. What's on your mind, man? Not too much, man. What's good with you guys today? How you guys doing? Doing okay. I don't like the light skin on light skin violence. You know, y'all light skin um, Negroes got to stick together. Not digging it. No, you light skin Negroes got to stick even even the one who out here thinking that um uh he Uncle Ruck is out here thinking he a white hey, man man <laughs> yeah the timeline yeah uh, it was just so on fire last night the memes the fucking gifts they was just so quality like this is the content that I come here for. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. I spent like 40 minutes this morning. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> perusing, looking at people's responses. <laughs> ether beat, couple different people put in. The ether beat, ether beat is what did. <laughs> like, <sighs> then my boy sent um sent um Cam the mafia video. Well, since you're gonna um. Wave the white flag. <laughs> yeah, I said, that. "Oh man, yeah, y'all can't do the lot. Characters, 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 characters. 
mm-hmm. he thought about his work as how Charlotte was talking on Monday. I don't know why WWE would do that type of foolishness, be bringing these people back when they leave a heel. Why can't you come back to heel? Knowing now we're starting out here sound like a robot. Okay. okay. <laughs> if you're going to not turn a person on TV, like over a gradual, you know, for weeks or months time, well, you can certainly come back after, you know, whatever Charlotte's uh, deal was, why she missed most of the year, you can spend significant time off and then come back and I think that baby face, especially if you left the heel. I think it's... it's uh, Not when you ain't good at it and you barely can talk. No, I mean, well, that's a different conversation. So. But just... She sounds like a robot. She sounds like a robot. Well, she sounds like a robot because that's how she fucking cuts her promos. Heel, baby face. I don't know if it's just because she don't have... The, it sounded like her talk at Raw talk promo was okay. I mean, yeah, I like, I did like it. Yeah, so I was okay. Okay, the okay. shit that she she okay as an okay for bad. Wait, what? So you're saying it wasn't if good? Okay, it's okay for bad. People like okay. these movies that don't be good. It was, it was no, okay. I didn't think she was cheesy, though. I thought she was I'm just saying, like, though. I'm like, just saying people like if we was ranking that, right, if we was ranking that, it wouldn't be in the top five. It would be in mediocre at best. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 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 I, I, think I think it was good, but it wasn't great. Yeah. I'm just saying, that was obviously better than the scripted shit that she does on actual Raw. And it's obvious why it's, she sounds like a robot on one, no matter what you – okay, you said it was, if, it, if it's not so great, did she sound like a robot, though? Yeah, she, she always sounds like a robot. Oh, all right. Well, she can't help it. Uh, she sounds like a robot when she be making home um, Instagram videos. So, hey, that for people to say she being coached to be that way, that's just hurt. I understand that's hurt. But some people, I don't think WWE get down roads correctly. If we can talk here, guys. So, I think they when they lost Becky and um, Ronda, I think they lost a spare two wins because if no in the company right now, there's nobody better than Becky Lynch when it comes to being a baby face because she's believable. No matter yeah. what script you give her, she can talk and she can and she makes you believe in it by how she carries herself in the ring. When they finally start letting Rose on Ronda be healed, and I guess. We can say Paul Heyman was coaching her with that because she said that. That's how you know Paul Heyman coaching Roman right now. She was good with it, and she could back it up in the ring. Okay, I know some people, you got the one guy who called in, who um, be talking about Sasha all the time. But um, <laughs> on Wade's show, I love listening to him talk, uh, coming in, bring her up. But she's horrible. She's been horrible as a baby face. Horrible, horrible. Because, but she's great as a heel. You know what I'm saying? They have a miscast. Charlotte, they switch her back and forth from babyface to a heel. She's she horrible as a babyface. And she's okay as a heel. And the roboticness works as a heel. But, you know, you really don't have too many people who, you know, especially on that women's side right now, who um, definitely as good as where they would want to place them at. Like, I think eventually you will when you probably get um, Bianca Belair up there and especially okay, as a heel. On TV, clean. 
by the way. Who yeah, but she went undefeated for a whole year. In the Rumble. She just lost to fucking Bailey, somebody that's outside of the team. Well, Bailey, you're number one heel, no matter how you look at it. She's number one heel on both shows as women. And you ain't going to do fake birthday. They have more reason to have, you know, this woman who could be the next big thing to beat her. Or certainly not to fucking lose clean to her on TV. And right now, your your best baby face since Becky Lynch is not there no more is in NXT, and that's all real richness. Who they just beat? <laughs> like three weeks in a row? <laughs> yep, because they got her in limbo. Because I guess they want to save her to come out. I guess they want to save her to come out in the Rumble. And you know, you got her in limbo because you don't know what they want to pull her away because she's a horrible person. Beating her on TV. But it has most of Raquel when people want to watch Raquel matches. Well, people want to watch Raquel matches and, and, and um, you know, it keeps interest on her. So, But I understand what you're talking about. And, yeah, you're beating her. But that's because she in limbo. They want to pull her up, but then someone want to go ahead and take them out. So it's cool, you know. I understand that. But all this stuff, man, it just be horrible, man. And it's one person to blame for that, you know. It's the man, um seventeen year old um dude who still think he in the um who still think he in the eighties with how he looked at people. He still he he want if it was up to him, he'll be looking at people back with professional jobs. The repo man and I with professional jobs. I'd take the occupational fucking gimmicks if he was going to start booking like he did in 
can't we just say we do what he said? When he had success, he had less hands-on, and he was just over how they promoted it. And he just gay or nade it, and then he pushed it and promoted it to the um, top. Because that's what he good at. He good at promoting things, making things yeah, seem bigger than what they really are. Credit of putting things together that back in the day. Like I know he had a ton of good folks around him, but uh, ultimately he said yes to it, signed off on it. Uh, I, I don't think his promotional prowess. I'm giving is, him. I'm giving no. him um the ultimate props when I'm saying that his bosses do that all the time. That's how the world works in America anyway. Nine days. Um, the bosses they get the credit. They get the credit for people who come up with the ideas, but they see which one's the best one that they can um, promote better because they so good with promoting. And I'm giving him credit. He's the greatest promoter of all time. And, and he's just a um, super sorry, super yeah, horrible but that's a, that's a of, like, You know, like, come on. Like, the Mega Powers explode. That wasn't, like, uh, fantastic year-long, you know, booking. You know, all that stuff. I mean, Vince I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that, that, um, we never know how much of that was Patterson or Briscoe or fucking, you know, yeah. all cronies that he's had around him coming up with various things. But again, he gets to... And people who had control of their characters, who um who created those characters um somewhere totally different. And he just promoted them guys. That's what you got to put in when you say that at first. Yeah, he had superpowers. Um you know, Macho Man and Hulk Hogan come together, but they was already Macho Man and Hogan before they got to him. He just saw something okay. and, and okay. made it bigger than what it was. I give you an example of good storytelling and year-long booking. And you... uh, all right, I... so yeah, well maybe that was okay, but what about this? Like, well, because okay. you're talking about because you giving credit, you giving you trying to give credit, but you got. No, Whether you th- 
but you don't know, and it's like it's silly to try to quantify like that. Like, no, he just gets the credit because he's the fucking man on top, and we will never know how much of each individual fucking storyline, each individual act, each individual that he had his fingers on, and we won't know. So it's silly to even try to. Then you going back to your story, and you're saying exactly what I said in the beginning that you start arguing with me down anyway. That's why I like dragging this into this whole thing. Because in the beginning, I said he's still going to get the credit because in America, how it works oh, sure. is he's well, a baller. So you just went, you just went right back around to what I said in the beginning. Uh, but I don't remember uh, disputing that assertion. You're sure that's that's correct. But don't change anything else. We don't know shit. We never will. <laughs> At least on that detail, level of detail. Let's Vince write a fucking book. And he's like, oh, this view that I do? No, we'll never know. He ain't going to do that. Be silly to even try to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is what it is. I just did that because, you know, you went along with it. So when you kept going on with the conversation, <laughs> hey, that's where it's right about I'm just bullshitting around with you. But anyway, man. Another yeah. thing, man, when you burn somebody alive, man, it's just like you, um, like Papa Thunder, you're going full retard. You should never go full retard. Yeah. And that's what they did. Yeah, certain, they certain went full retard, full impact. Damn. Yeah, because what do you do? Like Scott Hall said, you can't threaten to kill nobody. Cause Which they did. Kevin Owens said, I'm going to win to win the title or die trying. Well, Kevin Owens is not the champion, but he's still alive. So, what a liar. What a fucking liar and hypocrite. So, you, hear sport, so. You, you hear sports people say that all the time when they're talking about, hey, I'm on, the, I'm on the road of trying to win the NBA title or I'm going to die trying. I'm going to leave it all out there on the floor. Those are members of cliches. But when you literally yeah. going out there trying to kill somebody, you're that's the exactly. That is the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> TLC, man, we've been living through lighter fluid or canisters of gasoline and shit. I know, because they went full retard. They went full retard, full impact, like when they did the murder mystery. So, yeah, they went full retard. You know that? And we already knew that about the theme character anyway, where he was buried in tears and got back up. And I don't know what, what you call that. I only know him losing one feud, and this against Randy Orton. He didn't lose against uh, Seth Rollins. Who else he feuded against before that? Because everybody he lost to Goldberg, but that wasn't a feud. <laughs> yeah. Brian, so, you know, straight up. Uh, yeah. He beat he Brian. Typically, like, that's the thing. Yeah, he typically wins. 2013, 14, 15. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I didn't push back on that uh, during uh, Brian's email. But, yes. He was not. And uh, he does not lose all of his shoes. He win most of them. He only lost two, Goldberg and Randy Orton. And that was just a one in a few. One Goldberg just what? And one, one he and one he died. So you can't even blame him for, you know, like that man murdered him. We had already knew you had to shoot this dude to beat him. That's why um, I, I know I said you can't have him as no, in no title match. Because what you going to do to the man? You have to do what Randy Orton did is burn this nigga alive. This nigga take and then you can't You out here sounding like you can't touch up. This nigga out here catching bullets with his teeth. <laughs> 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 with his teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know why they burnt him alive. 2021, 20, he the top seller in 
everybody talks shit about how they don't like this, but they steady buying his mask and all that. He's the top seller in WWE. So, you know what they're going to do? Take yeah, that and yeah, rebuild that mask. That, 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 that costs $1,300, uh, $13,000. They were selling it on they on mm-hmm. On a site, we like $5,000. A replica was $5,000. So, and people buying that, he's a top seller. So, come on, man. They finna reinvent the mask. It's gonna look the same, but probably a different little paint and structure on there. Couple people are going like it. It looks like a bird face instead of a uh, clown face. Yeah. Come on, man. Like we already know what it is here. Mm-hmm. Get to the money. You got this um, famous artist who be doing these type of things, making the mask form and making your replica. Come on, we know what this spot money grab, baby. It's, it's all that's what it's always about at the end of the day. Matter fact, money, baby. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was my man, the designer. Like, hey, uh, you know, we can sell a whole bunch of more masks. If we, we, we can freak this a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the sales on the clown mask have already started a little bit. Had started to plateau a little bit. Boom. We hit him with this new design. My residual was going down. Yeah. But he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, my royalty check, you know, started, you know, ticking down a little bit. But, you know, he's like, yeah, I can come up with this new design, little, you know, leather face looking one. Yeah, yeah. Keep his, uh, keep his checks coming. He ain't stupid. Not stupid at all. So, you know what I'm saying? I see it. I, I pay attention to the foolishness. And, you know, that was just stupid. You went for a retard. You shouldn't have, um, you shouldn't have burnt the man. Hopefully he never be in the title match after um none of this and, and stuff like this. That's all um crazy. Um, I know y'all, what y'all were talking about, um, who, who next for any other champion? Um, I think that's hard. That's going to be hard to tell. Um, if you don't do the you don't do the little thing when you got Seamus turning on um turning on, on Drew, which maybe seems like it's coming it. eventually. Maybe you can do it if it, Keith Lee who turns on him because they can make him seem like all friends, but two of your friends. It's just like um Trav, you in the middle, and now Cam and Rich defense. You know what I'm saying? Or Cam and Dre defense. Boom, boom, boom. Then we on y'all show. You know what I'm saying? The, the OG versus the new G. The new G Otaku. So, you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. They start <laughs> The new G Otaku. I'm so upset. <laughs> and you got to play middleman then. Oh, you would think it's Cam they're going to turn on you and say he the new G. He the new young um young, young whippersnapper out here on the street. You know, them young whippersnappers, they be smelling themselves real fast. So, but now nah, the end of the crack you in the back. Boom. And then I mean more. Then Dre, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a la Keith Lee beat the hell out of um, Sheamus. Well, you have to come out there and save Sheamus. And this started to build up to WrestleMania. And hey, everybody was thinking that was, um, yeah. Is AEW on tonight still? Later, about 10 o'clock. Whenever that back. Oh, it's, on, it's on, on. on at 10. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's taped, I assume, obviously. I think they already taped it. Yeah, Boston so. and uh, Milwaukee about to play right now. Yeah, I think they already taped it. 
But yeah, so they both will be alone with each other. Are they still doing the bubble? No, they are hey, not no, doing no. the bubble. And as a matter of fact, Rockets, Rockets, uh, by James Harden, Fat Boy Harden. Yeah, the Rockets will not play tonight. But we see yeah. we see black booties everywhere, naked booties everywhere. What the fuck? You had a club with strippers. Okay, home I, girl, get you, I get you. Birthday dinner. <laughs> okay. It's a strip club because the strip club got the best wings. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. They do not have a bubble, Travis, and it's it's the NBA season is not going to work. Um, not saying they won't get through it. And don't it's going to be the same things you deal with with as with football in that people are just normal people can't stay in the house. Imagine if you had some bread. <laughs> right, right, right. All you got to do is type in pictures from Atlanta and and see how many of these niggas out. <laughs> uh huh. Get me. Yeah. And they stay in the strip club up there. Corona, I mean, a nigga with one leg was in there getting it, and she started dancing with the leg. I seen it. She took the leg off and started grinding on the nub. Yeah. You yeah. didn't know. And he was tired. He's like, shit, that's the best thing to have in him ever. <laughs> I told you, and the numbers are going up here, boy, because all them niggas leaving and going home with um, booty juice and Corona. Yeah. Going, going home and doing regular shit. Going to the regular job. Then sending their kids to school with me. Yep. And trying to uh, uh, trying to send their kids to school with me, knowing that their kids are tested positive for corona because the user came home with the corona and booty juice. Shit, who even know? Why even? Who going to get tested? I only went and got fucking tested the other day because fucking lady in the department, the homie and the girl in the department, Pretty much next to me in the bakery and the meat department. You know, got popped. And I can't. I go get tested all the time, baby. That's the best thing about having insurance and it's covered and I don't have to pay for it neither. Hell, I go to the urgent care and get tested all the time. I I feel like I'm going to hit on too many calls. (laughs) Let me go get tested. I ain't trying to get flown. Yeah, woke up a little chilly. Go get tested. Shit. Well, I'm fighting. I'm got a call from a little young cold today, and I'm at uh, two days after I get my fucking negative results. I'm like, God damn it! I'm glad I'm glad I got the negative results. I've been shook in this bitch. I can tell you one of the scariest sights in 2020 is going in a room full of people, and then soon you get in there, not two seconds, you you give two loud calls. And look at faces of everybody around you and how they look at you. And yep. like they about to kill you. That's the scariest yep. sight ever. Yeah. Yep. And uh, any one of y'all got y'all superpowers yet, man? You know, the superpowers that was supposed to come on the 21st match. I, I think my cold is holding me back, for real, for real. So, <laughs> I think as soon as the little phlegm clears up, I think uh, uh, my powers are manifest. <laughs> I haven't been yelled at by a woman in like, Two days, so I think yeah, we should activate. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have slept with that woman on your birthday and told her you were gonna give her the word and not call her back after two hours of telling, uh, making her kiss her own Uber back. Because you know you like seeing brothers do stuff like that. Make, make well, them kids pay for their Uber over <laughs> and leave. Well, I'm sorry. I'm like, damn, that's a, that's a, that's almost what happened. Um, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Except you ordered the Uber from her phone. Like, yeah, no, that ain't. 
Uh, you're my fault. Uh, all right, Darrell. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, man. Y'all good, man. Y'all have a good night, man. Same to you. All right. So, that uh, just about wraps up things here this week. Uh, we'll be back next next week, same time, same channel. VIP folks, click over. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. Um, yeah. For Cam, I'm Trez. We out of here. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. See the medals on my best champion. Go medal chilling on my chest, nigga. So could never be nothing. Champion, grand beyond next. So see the medals on my best champion. Go medal chilling on my chest, nigga. So could never be nothing. Champion, grand beyond next. Crown cock, top of my skull, loving the proper fit. Ain't nobody.